0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of the United Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. Alright, I'm going to be talking about Manchester United's performance against Aston Villa on Sunday. As you all know, it was an, an abysmal performance. Um, it was terrible, uh, the performance all around, and we rightly got humiliated by three goals to one by Aston Villa, who are obviously experiencing the new managerial bounce with the appointment of unai emery uh, as the new manager in place of steven gerrard and of course there are many reasons why as villa will be up for it and why my united you know collapsed and had a poor performance all around but i'll get into that then also i also want to to talk about the europa league draws for uh, that was that was held yesterday on Monday. Um, like I like I feared and was worried about. Uh, UEFA paired us with uh, Barcelona, and in the round or oh, oh, in the playoff rounds, which is what we didn't want. Um, if we're going to play an extra game at this, let us play someone who we could. Um, have a good chance of winning. Unfortunately, we got a tough draw. Barcelona, it doesn't come any tougher than that. I think, from all the teams um, that were knocked out of the Champions League, um, who came third in their groups, Barcelona is probably the toughest amongst all of them. I would have fancied my chances against teams like Ajax, Bayer Leverkusen, Arabi um, Leipzig, you know, teams like that, you know, Shakhtar the next. I would fancy my chances against teams like that. Um, Shakhtar Donetsk is not even playing at home. They are playing their games in Poland, I believe. So, it's um, we have an advantage in that kind of regard. If we're playing such teams um, in the playoff, Fortunately, we get Barca, who you would argue is the strongest, uh, then maybe Juventus, but we didn't get paired with Juventus, get paired with Barcelona. And, like I said, um, People might not be worried now because of the form of Barcelona, um, but you never can tell how that form will be in February. You know, maybe something would have clicked by then, um, and they'll be tearing up teams left right and centre. Yes, there's no message this time around, but they have Lewandowski, they have um, some good players, you know. and. I don't know if we are good enough or strong enough to be able to uh, defeat Barcelona. Um, of course, we all know how that game will turn out. We'll probably be very defensively astute. Um, hopefully, Varana and Martinez will be fit. Shaw will be back to his best. And perhaps Dallot will be back to his best as well. Casemiro and will be fired up for it as well and players like Ronaldo too will also be fired up for games like that but um Martinez is probably going to miss one of the uh, going to miss the first leg so that's a big problem for my United because um he's a, one of arguably our best defender at the moment even though he was guilty of some of the goals we considered against Aston Villa or Sunday but I'll get I'll get into that um, later on on the show. So, uh, basically, um, two important um, discussions um, are Europa League playoff with Barcelona and our performance against Aston Villa. But I'll start with the Aston Villa game. Um, I'm sure you guys have cooled down by now as regards um, the performance of, uh, well, guys, we're by United France, of course, not the neutrals. Um... I think we should be over the defeat by now, which um, was a bad defeat for Manchester United. and um, uh, What the painful thing is, we got away back into the game. Um, I felt that if we could grab a goal before half-time in the first half, after going two goals down within the first 10 minutes, um, if we were able to grab a goal before half-time, we probably had a good chance of at least getting a point. Unfortunately, that was not the case. We were, our well, again, our poor performance, players not tracking back properly, um, led to us considering the third goal, which effectively killed off any comeback, because this team, at the moment, is still scoring goals. Um, in the last three matches we've played, we've only scored one goal in each match, and we won two of the last three the matches, but the moment we concede more than one, we are in trouble. Against West Ham we won by a long goal, against um Sociedad, we won by a long goal, and now against Villa, we could only score one goal. We have a goal scoring problem in Manchester United, our attackers are not scoring, and that has to do with, um, partly due to Ronaldo's struggles partly due to our inability to create a lot of chances for him and partly due with um, a lack of quality up front. Anthony is missing due to injury. Sancho is missing due to illness. Marshall is just returning from injury. Uh, Rashford is useless playing on the right. Garnacho has been impressive um, in recent times, so he had a start. He also had a half chance, I guess, Aston Villa. Um, but he couldn't take his chance you know so and he was probably very ineffective in the second half as well so Uh these are the challenges we have in um, Manchester we cannot be counting on depending on 18 year olds or 19 year olds to rescue us Elanga when we are are, are looking for goals against Aston Villa and we are bringing up players like Elanga Elanga we all know that Elanga is not good enough it's not uh, My inner quality at the moment, he probably would never be, you know. And I think Elander uh, um, initially was a striker, he's being played on the wings because we cannot afford to play him as a striker. Where well, we have the likes of Ronaldo and um, Marshall on board, or even Rashford, so those guys are ahead of him in the pecking order. So his only chance of ever getting into this team is playing as a winger, either left or right, okay. So, but we know that elanga is not good enough and apart from one goal involvement he was like with martinez he was anonymous throughout the game although you can't blame me for that because as a villa we're well drilled and well organized and that's what you expect from an unanimary side um so the performance overall was terrible It wasn't good enough. We didn't create... uh, Throughout the second half, I don't think we created any chance of note. We hadn't had any attempt on goal. Martinez didn't make any saves. And the second half, I can't recall any saves Martinez made. You know, so... It was a poor performance. uh, Only in the first half, we had two attempts on goal, which Martinez duly saved. You know, perhaps if we had scored one of those chances, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we could have had a... Uh, an opportunity of coming back into the game you know but my problem with man united at the moment is that we're not creating enough for our strikers and uh, we're not scoring goals and of course when we defeat when we lose games like this there's a reaction on twitter and social media platforms signaling out certain players for criticism uh, we, we, we criticize David De Gea, we criticize Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, we criticize, um, I think those are the two main culprits at the moment. Mm-hmm. Harry Maguire is out of the way, so um, we usually not call out Harry Maguire, but I think some of these reactions I get from Ronaldo and De Gea are a reaction to Harry Maguire last year Ronaldo was scoring goals yet he had criticism now he's not scoring as as much he's having more criticism David De has been outstanding uh this last three years but he's getting criticism for his um uh, his ball passing abilities you know so these are the issues um but it was a collective poor performance from Manchester United um Defensively, Luksha was not at his best, even though he grabbed a lucky goal, a deflected effort, which was probably going wide, but was unfortunately deflected into the Asovila net. So, uh, that was a lucky break for us, which we failed to capitalize on. Um, Luksha didn't have a good game, and it was rightly subbed off Malaysia again. I have a problem in Malaysia, and we're getting to see... Some weaknesses in Malassia's game. He didn't do anything wrong, but he's not as um, attack-minded as Luke Shaw. I've not seen him beat a player and deliver a cross um, in a long time now. I don't know whether it's just me. But Luke Shaw, at least in the first half, looked at trying to find Ronaldo, even though most of his crosses were either under-hit or overheat, Then Then... Um, Malasia did not deliver any single cross throughout the game. I think he was yes, defensively he was good. He was battling, moving forward, trying to overlap, but he was not delivering any crosses. He was always looking to pass the ball sideways or backwards. Um just like someone like Aram Bisaka would do. And that's not what we need at the moment. We need um Balasia to be able to move forward and cross um quality crosses for our attackers to get on the end of. Um Dalot to the same thing. Um he had an average game. Um I won't say he did much wrong um but um he was not delivering a lot of crosses. I think he delivered a few but he didn't do enough and again that's another problem I have with the lot Dalot has the ability of delivering sweet crosses into the 18 yard box but he, for some reason he tends not to be in positions where he can deliver them so i think that is something he needs to look at in this game and also perhaps uh-huh. he's also suffering from fatigue um, because he's, been, he's played all our games and now he's suspended for the Carabao cup game against aston Villa on thursday so that's another problem we'll probably have to see why Aaron bisaka again on thursday but uh, that's the challenge, uh, that's where we are. Dalot does not have enough competition. So I suspect that some complacency, complacency may be creeping into his game again. So it's something that my need to look into. Um Eric and Hagnes are looking to getting Dalot's head sorted, getting good competition for him, not just a backup. Someone who really challenged for the first position, you know. Lukshaw has benefited from challenge from Tarir Malaysia. but Malaysia at the moment is not doing enough to keep Lukshaw on his tools and I suspect Lukshaw probably after the World Cup might return to default settings um and start giving us mediocre performances again um because he's probably getting a lot of game time now, and maybe fatigue is beginning to affect him. who knows anyway um for the defense. I like the pairing of Lindelof and Martinez, especially if Varane is not fit or available. Uh, but I guess Aston Villa, um, there were poor performances around. In the first goal, um, Lindelof was sucked in. Um, I think he left the defense too exposed. And I think Casemiro and Martinez were not able to cover for him. And Leon Bailey had the pace to quickly... You know, run at the defence and score a brilliant goal for Villa. and that's where what that was what began the um, annihilation. If we had been tight, maybe in the first 15, 20 minutes, no goal, perhaps we would have had enough time to build into the game and maybe score first and you know shut up shop as we often do in recent times. But when we go behind, we don't have the ability to come back because we don't have um, our attackers on scoring form yet. And um, so, um, Martinez, again, poor pass to Luxor, which made Lukshaw foul, uh, committed foul, which uh, Luka Dean, um buried uh, for Villa, And we were already on the ropes within 10 to 15 minutes. So, it was that bad. Um, so, Martinez, I think he was guilty of the second and the third goals that um, he's, it was his poor pass to the uh, while he was clearing the ball. He gave the ball away to Aston Villa who counter-attacked in the second half and were able to score a third goal. Martinez made those errors. Um, the first goal, I would probably blame Lindelof more for being sucked in of position but no one covered for him when he moved. Casemiro and Lindelof, especially Casemiro, should have been um, He should have been a uh, um, alert that Lindelof was out of position and, and there was the cover was needed to protect the space that would have been left. You know, so I would blame Lindelof more. But Casemiro and Martinez partly have a role to blame um in the first goal. So then coming to the midfield I think Casemiro did okay. He was the only one battling in the midfield. He didn't have much help from the likes of Christian Eriksen and um, Donny van de Beek who, was, uh, who had a had again that quiet game. He was not very effectual. He was not done that in the midfield. So, and of course, that has led to criticism by fans comparing him with Bruno, saying, OK, we wanted van de Beek. Now, van de Beek has come. He has not done anything. We've missed Bruno. And yes, truth be said, we missed Bruno in that game. But... Uh my United States should not be a club about only one player. We should have players who should come in um and make the first choice not uh his absence of a first choice player or a first team player not look um so glaring. So it's I don't think my United fans um, are thinking clearly if Bruno doesn't if Bruno sustains a long term injury. What now happens? Are we thinking that this is not a good sign if our first choice players are injured and we can't have backups who will fill in their positions without us uh, missing their absences? You know, we should have players who will come in for Bruno, Ronaldo, Marshall, Rashford, Martinez, Luke Shaw, De and so on, who will come in and do a good job and will not feel the absence of any player. Buga has left. We've not really missed his absence because of Christian Eriksen's performances overall. But Christian Eriksen looks knackered and is getting tired and fatigued because he plays every game. I think he's only been left out uh, in one game when he was where he was ill, and in the second game when he came as a sub, you know. So, but every other game this season he has played. And that tells you uh, what um, how highly Christ- uh, Eric Ten Hag rates him, but Eric, um, Christian Eriksen is no longer a young man, He's I think he's 31 now, and so you have to give some of these players a rest, you have to rotate them, to keep them fresh and ready to go, you know, when needed in the more important games, you know, so Casemiro did okay. Christian Eriksin, um I think he was trying to create things, but... In the midfield battle, we lost out because of Erikson was not um, um, in his. We yeah, didn't do a good job, and also Donny Van de Beek also didn't do a very good job. He was quite. He was quiet. We saw some flashes of what he can do uh, when we attack, especially the first half. But the second half it was totally anonymous until the substitutions were made. In the first half it was also very very quiet as well. So again some United fans are picking on Donovan van big um, but let's cut the get some slack here before he got injured he had only come he had been making only cameo performances um at the beginning of the season and he had three substitute appearances in all competitions or something like that and now he has had two starts and they are expected to tear up trees. no for somebody who has not been playing for Man united for a long time um and who probably his confidence is affected, right and rightly so, it's not been easy. And yes, maybe he may not be good enough for Manchester United, but this is not the time for my United fans to be picking on players and comparing with Bruno. Bruno, we all know Bruno's um, problems with Manchester United. Bruno has been terrible for one year, but he had a lot of credit in the bank. And this season he seems to be getting back to his best. But he's not the ex- not exactly doing what we um what we've known him to be doing uh, in previous seasons. So yes, Bruno is obviously um a better player going forward than Van Beek. but my United fans should be uh subconspect criticizing players like Van Beek who have had not had any opportunity to get a run of games so i think that is um that is just common sense for both players i mean fans like to push agendas you know for certain players that they like or try to make a point so we should always play Bruno. that's what you guys are trying to say Is that what you guys are trying to say we should always play bruno and not rotate what if he gets injured shouldn't we have a backup Look at Manchester City, look at Liverpool, even look at um, um, Arsenal and Spurs. Whenever they are substituting players, you will know that whoever they are bringing on is going to do a good job. But with my United, we we seem to be happy with the drop-offs of players that are coming for the established first eleven, and that's ridiculous. Anyway, moving on... Um, again Ronaldo and that player who was heavily criticized um, players, um, people criticized um, uh, the fact that American um, had brought him Marshall and still kept Ronaldo in the game i don't think some some i don't think um, i don't think our fans are taking it straight this agenda is blinding some people do you really think Martial would have been able to score two goals against that well did Aston Villa defence? Take note, this is not Manchester City. Manchester City, um, yes, they were, I guess, Man United, they were very open because they were t- cruising by six goals to one. And Martial scored two good goals, yes. But Aston Villa was not going to give us that space. So, criticising the fact that Martial was played out of position we needed goals, and we needed all the goal-scoring players that we needed. So it's just common sense. It's not like, it wasn't like Villa was controlling the midfield. They weren't. They were content in hitting us on the break, especially after the third goal came. So what are people thinking? Saying because of Ronaldo was kept on the pitch, some people are upset that Ronaldo was not substituted directly for Anthony Martial. When we are looking for a goal, we need all the attackers we can get because we had more of the possession and it wasn't like as Avila was going to control the game it wasn't the case so i don't know why people always look for the opportunity to attack Cristiano ronaldo yes crystal ronaldo is not informed yes ronaldo is beginning to look his age but the truth of the matter is how many chances were created for Cristiano ronaldo in the second half how many chances did he get Against Omuna Nikosa when he was throwing away all his chances. Yes, you can criticize Ronaldo and say, Yes, he's finished, but not in this game. Not in this game. The chances are not being created for him against West Ham, against uh Real Sociedad, and in this game, Ronaldo had very few chances. You can count the number of chances Ronaldo was given. And you know, crosses on the box most times the opposing defenders will get into it. So it takes a very, very good cross to locate your attacker then you, so that your attacker can at least make an attempt on goal. How many headers did Ronaldo get that he was able to test uh, Martinez? Only one. If he had like two or three chances put on the plate for him, I'm sure he would have scored. But none, especially if he no chance. We had only two good chances in the first half. The one Ganacho missed, we, he should have taken that first time, but he waited, put it on his left and we foot and shot. Martinez is good enough to make such saves because it was at a good height, good angle for him. But Ronaldo had only one chance with Martinez save with his foot. And that was all. Nothing more. And that is not a guarantee that we would have scored um, more than that goal he had he scored so we are not creating chances for our strikers or attackers our attackers are not getting into scoring positions Rashford is useless on the right he doesn't do anything he prefers playing on the left but to accommodate uh, Ganacho we have to play Rashford on the right I don't know why Ganacho can't play on the right if Ganacho can't play on the right then he can as well bring in Elanga At listen we know he can play any any position Needed, but we need our best attackers, which are Rashford and Ronaldo, playing, you know. So, Ganachi, I can't criticize Gernotcha. I think he had a good game in the first half. He had one attempt on goal, which he should have taken first time, but he um dallied and tried to cut in and shoot on his left foot, you know. Apart from that, I don't see what much he did, and, and that is probably because um, my um, Astor Villa were well drilled and well organized okay so for me that's about it for the individual performances of each player so um we take on our civilian again on Thursday. hopefully uh, we can exact some revenge and knock them out of the carabao cup and move on um my only problem now is we are 12 points behind arsenal and i think for me it's not good enough i know many fans are feeling that we're not good enough to challenge for the title this season, but I don't think so. I think with the results we've been getting prior to the defeat, I guess, at Villa on Wednesday, um, we can actually get as close as possible to Arsenal and Manchester City. Spurs are not exactly pulling up trees. Chelsea is is certainly not doing very well. And it is an opportunity for us to be at least in the top three, if not top two um liverpool is going to return to form so liverpool will be breaking down our necks very very soon so these are the issues we need to um we need to um, recover from this and move on we need to sort our goal scoring problems um but it can only happen if our midfield is creating enough chances for our strikers irrespective of who is there if we are not creating chances for our strikers we will always struggle Perhaps the team plays better without Ronaldo being a team, but we should be able to be adaptable. I feel that, I think I agree with the argument that the team is, um, the team looks more, the team plays more with fast attackers, but because of, that is probably because we like to hit teams on the break or we like to use the pace of our wingers or attackers when it comes to actually breaking down low blocks we are very poor at it and so that is why ronaldo often gets criticism you know even when chances are few and far between he gets criticism i can only i can only criticize ronaldo if he has chances chance after chance after chance after chance every game and he's throwing them away we are not creating enough chances for our attackers and it's affecting our goal scoring. So it's not a coincidence that in the last three games, we've only scored one goal. I don't... I guess... I think the only game we've scored more than two is against... Um, um, I think Sheriff... Sheriff Tiraspo is the only game we've scored more than two. We've not scored more than four goals in any game this season. We've only been scoring one, two goals. One, two goals. And it has been... And we've been getting away with it because our defence has been very good up until Sunday, hopefully it will, um, after a few days rest, they should be back to their best against Aston Villa on Thursday, we'll keep a clean sheet, hopefully, Um, so that's my take on my United as a team as a whole, and as regards the Europa League, well, we'll play Barcelona in February in a playoff, hopefully Baka, um, well, I expect Baka to attack also. If we are defensively solid, we should be able to defeat Baka. Um, but you never can tell the form of Man United in February or the form of Barcelona. It could what we are seeing now might not be what we see next is um, next year in February. So it's not a good draw for Man, United and our fears have been confirmed. Of all the teams. Um, that we, we, that came through from the Champions League, it was the toughest in my opinion that we were paired with, which is how bad our luck is. You know things are not going well for you when we have to meet things like Barcelona. If it was Leipzig or Ajax or Leverkusen or Shakhtar the next, you know, I'll be I'll be happy. I'll be much more comfortable or confident of scaling through. But... It is what it is. So We take out game. We'll probably get knocked out. We'll probably focus on maybe the FA Cup and um, the Carabao Cup if we are still in it by then. We definitely don't have the squad to challenge in four competitions anyway because we can see the drop-off from the first 11 to the second string. Um, there are some good players who can do a job, but overall, they're not just good enough. So there's a lot of work to be done by Eric Ten Hag. Hopefully the Glazers will change their ways and back the manager in January and in the summer again. We need to begin to act like a club that is serious. We need to begin to get out players who are not good enough and are surplus requirements out of this club. We have a big squad. We just have a lot of crap players in it. And I think that's what is affecting my United because you cannot bring in players where you have players who you can't push out of the club. So that is the problem. So thank you all for listening. Shout out to uh, Fortune Bestman. Or oh, is it Bestman Fortune? Sorry if I didn't get your name correctly. I got your message. Uh, thank you for your message and your impact. I'll look into what you said. But thank you for your message. And thank you for your feedback. Thank you so much for all for listening. Do have a great day and bye for now.